0: Welcome coaches, this is Tony Schiffman, and you are listening to the Hog Football Podcast. The Hog Football Chat was created as a way for coaches to talk about all things football and all things offensive line, and we took off via Twitter. With the help of so many great sponsors, we were able to create an amazing network of our coaching community. Now we've decided to launch our first ever podcast series. Please don't forget to check out those amazing sponsors on Twitter. This podcast series is presented by Platform, an online strength and conditioning tool that partners with over 800 schools across the country. Go check out platform.com, that's P-L-T-4-M.com, for our full series and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. Don't forget to check out at Coach Shiftman on Twitter and use the hashtag hog football chat when you're there. We have a great episode for you today, so let's go ahead and kick this off. Before we even kick off the podcast, I want to just remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, here we go. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Hog Football Podcast. Today I have got Coach Wade Lytle with me. Uh, Coach Lytle is currently the offensive coordinator, offensive line coach, and academic success coordinator at Trinity uh, University. Um, Before that, he spent some time back in the high school ranks coaching at Houston, Texas Memorial High School, which was his high school alma mater uh, from 2015 to 18. And then uh, he spent some years at Illinois College, which is my college alma mater, uh, spending time as the offensive coordinator, offensive line coach, and recruiting coordinator. Coach Lytle got his coaching uh, career started actually at Trinity University, uh, first as a student assistant and then coaching the offensive line um, which is pretty cool to me that you got to coach at both your alma maters and we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. So, uh, Coach Lytle, pleasure to have you. How are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm wonderful. I really appreciate you having me on.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, I, uh, we got a chance to meet a couple of years ago at the, uh, at the convention briefly and um, I knew you, I, I remember kind of following Illinois College when you were there. So, um, it, it was a good chance to, to meet you and sit down and talk some, some things with you. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, pleasure to talk with you again. Um, First of all, you know, obviously, you've been a part of some really great teams. Uh, Talk to me about how, um, how the offensive line played a part in the success of those squads.
1: Um, I mean, the, you know, obviously, and I've listened to a lot of these podcasts before, you know, I mean, they're, they're kind of the glue um, of what holds an offensive unit together, you can't really do a whole lot um, when your offensive line isn't quite clicking. I mean, not to obviously downplay the importance of every other position on the football field, but right. um, you know, normally the, the more physical you are, the the faster you are up front um, just the overall, it's easier to do things offensively. If, if you've got guys up front, that can hold their own.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I agree there. You, you, and you get some, you get some bad, line on some good teams sometimes but it's mm-hmm. it's a rarity for sure and uh you know it's a lot of times you those are the situations where you've got some freak athletes that can make those kind of those positions look better <laughs> better better than Correct. they are I'll, um, I'll you on that one yeah so um you know it's it's i'm kind of you know and in, in reading your bio i'm kind of intrigued you know and we'll we'll kind of touch on some other things as we go along. But I'm I'm sort of intrigued. You know, you got to you got to coach at both your high school alma mater and now you're you're coaching again at your your college alma mater. Um talk to me a little bit about that. You know, how how were those experiences and and, and were they you know, obviously you're you're very proud of where you you came from. I can you know you can tell by your your bio, but just talk to me a little bit about those experiences.
1: No, it, it was awesome because I think it it obviously you know, you have a little bit more skin in the game when it's your alma mater. Um, mm. You know, not to say you're not passionate about coaching at schools that, that you did not go to, but there's that kind of um, extra level of, of intensity and pride and passion when you're getting to coach it at the, uh, the schools you played at. And so, I mean, w- when I got started, I was very fortunate that Coach Moore let me go right from um, being done as a player to getting involved in coaching. Um, kind of when I first started coaching, I always thought, um, I was going to end up at the, the high school level. That was kind of all my dream was actually to get back to Memorial um, and coach there. I just, you know, made, you know, so many great mem- uh, memories, so many great friends, loved the coaches. Um, and so I ultimately had an opportunity to do that after I left Illinois College, but um, definitely an experience that I've, you know, absolutely treasured. And obviously, that was one of the reasons when Coach Urban uh, called me a couple years ago, I was so excited to, you know, have an opportunity to come back to Trinity
0: right and, and and you know it's it's something that you kind of you kind of talked about just you just mentioned it you know you you don't you you always wanted to to be the heck you know you always thought yourself as being uh as going to end up in the high school levels how you know how was that you know obviously you started out at, at Illinois College and then kind of you went to the high school and then now jumping back into college talk to me kind of about that transition 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 because um Was it something that when you jumped back to, uh, to the high school level, did you see yourself getting back in the college ranks, and and sort of how did that come to fruition? Uh,
1: I mean, honestly, no. Um, You know, my ultimately what happened was I I was engaged while I was at Illinois College, and and my now wife, um, we went to high school together at Memorial. And Mm -hmm. funny thing is, our our mothers went to high school together at Memorial, and so there's a whole lot of Family ties, and so <laughs> ultimately, I moved back to to Texas, and, and I got that job at Memorial. I honestly never thought I would leave. Um, right, you know, you know, three years later after I've been coaching there, um, you know, I get a call from Coach Urban, and you know, we had talked a long while back when I was at Illinois College when he was first getting the head coaching job at Trinity, and you know, just wasn't the right time. Um, and when he called and you know offered me the opportunity to coordinate again. Um, it was just something you couldn't pass. But I mean, I'm, I'm very thankful and very appreciative of my time um, at the high school level. I'll I'll tell you there, there was nowhere harder in the world to coach going through lesson plans and teaching and managing your classroom to Mm -hmm. coaching multiple sports to you know, you talk about people that are pulled in a whole lot of different directions, but just, you know, absolutely love being around uh, young people and impacting their lives. Um, it was just, it was an awesome experience for me uh, to get to do that.
0: Yeah. it's. I think people, you know, I've talked to a couple other Texas high school coaches and I think the stigma that, that Texas sometimes get is that all you do is coach. You don't, you know, there's no, there's no other things you're doing, but there it's, it's a regular school day for, for you oh, guys. Yeah. And you, like you said, you've got lesson plans and you've got curriculum you've got to keep up with before you, you know, get out on the field and, and do all those kinds of things. So, uh, it's, it's the college, the, co- I'm sure the college level taught you great, um, organization. And then being a high school coach definitely gets you, you know, it kind of sharpens those tools even more. Correct. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my second question kind of that I had for you was being a coordinator at, at both Illinois college and, uh, and now at Trinity, um, how much, you know, what did you sort of bring with you from Illinois, from your time as a coordinator at Illinois College? And, and, and what, what do you, you know, what did you think, what was your biggest learning, uh, learning lesson, I guess, if you want to call it that while you were the coordinator at IC? Oh
1: man, it was, you know, it was such a different offense than what I had come from my first stint at Trinity. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, I worked for Garrett Campbell there for four years at IC and, you know that was kind of my my master's slash PhD in learning offensive football. Um, right. You know, I mean for for those four years we were top ten in the offense nationally, and you know I was twenty six years old. You know, and, and so I'm I'm a young coach and I'm learning, and you know I obviously I get there and think I know everything like every young coach, um, <laughs> and just just had an absolute crash course in learning offensive football, and you know we were up tempo spread, you know trying to get a hundred plays a game. Right. Uh, to to coming to Trinity where, you know, getting to work for Coach Urban, you know, he played in the NFL for nine years. And, you know, that's kind of his background of offensive football. And, you know, we're, we're – we have more control of tempo now through a huddle. But, um, you know, so some of the concepts we used at Illinois College, you know, he's let me institute into the run game. And, you know, we've dabbled some into the passing game. And, you know, kind of just blending um, – Two different offenses, two different you know ways of thinking um, mm-hmm. into one that that hopefully works for us on Saturdays.
0: Yeah do do you do you find yourself kind of ever going back to you know it's a it's such a horrible term as coaches we we you know we when we say that's how it used to be done or that's how we used to do it. Do you ever kind of find yourself kind of going down that path where where you say well this is what we did at IC and kind of you have to catch yourself and and you know change your change your 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 stance real quick uh I mean
1: sometimes but but you know the the fun thing about coaching at Trinity is is the entire offensive staff I've known for you know 10 to 15 years I mean I've right. I played with coach Urban's brother um our wide receivers coach coach Gazella. he was at IC the year before I got there and so you know we knew each other all the way back then um our tight ends coach coach Radican you know, I coached him when he was at Trinity when I first started out and our running backs coach, Coach Chris, was my offensive coordinator when I was at Trinity. So it's a room that we all get along. I mean, right. we all push each other. We all challenge each other. And and, and I do find myself because there, there have been quite a few things that are taught um, differently than I learned them at Illinois College. And I think it more just brings up a a point of conversation. Right. Uh, well, you know, hey, here's here's kind of how we used to do it. You know, why... Why the subtle difference with how we do it here, and you know it, it gets explained. And you know sometimes you know the the ways people have done it in the past are better, and we find a better, more efficient way of doing it. And other times it's not, and you learn why it's not, and then you you know you're all in with whatever the ultimate decision is for what you're going to do. Um, but but I, I have been thankful, you know, when you know me being an O line guy, obviously I'd say more of my expertise when it comes to coordinating is with the run game. You know, I mean I understand passing game and everything like that, but you know getting to ask a nine-year NFL veteran receiver you know hey why why do they do it this way if we're pulling up NFL game film hey you know I I noticed he did this with his route or you know just being able to get to learn and listen from him um, is something pretty special and has only helped me grow as a coach.
0: Right and that's and that's awesome you know that's a great lesson for kind of for young coaches listening that you know Conver- just because it's done a certain way doesn't mean it's the right way and and having those conversations is a good thing it's not you know don't don't try to beat your head against the wall saying it's it's this way or, or the only way um you know have those conversations open that up and and you'll you'll be uh, you'll be amazed at by uh, by how positive those those results can become
1: right well that's the only way you grow as a coach I mean right. you, you ask questions you debate different issues but ultimately you know you leave the the office all on the same page Right. Absolutely. So that, that's, that's the most important thing.
0: Right. Well, I've, I've got to ask and I'd be, I'd be silly if I didn't, you know, I was, obviously I, I played three years of football at Illinois college and, and we were, we were six and four, six and four, and I think three and seven uh, talk to me a little bit about the 2011 team season and, and, you know, making that, that getting that playoff berth and, and just the success you guys had. Cause it was, as an alumni, it was pretty cool to watch. Um, it was pretty cool to kind of follow those guys. And, and, and you know, obviously I love the success you guys are having. But just talk to me about that season and, and, and how cool that was.
1: I mean, it was – oh, man, you talk about a whirlwind. Um, you know, I didn't even know I was going to get the job until like, you know, April or May. I mean, it all happened – very, very quickly, and you know, you're you're taking a kid who grew up in suburban Houston mm-hmm. um, and going to Jacksonville, Illinois. I mean, <laughs> honestly, when when Garrett picked me up at the airport in St. Louis and drove me, I was like, "Where are you taking me?" You right. know, I've never seen so many so much farmland and stuff growing up in the city. But um, I I have been the beneficiary of very good timing. Um, When when I got to Illinois College, the guys who were there before I got there did an unbelievable job in recruiting and building a roster that was ready to win. Um, You know, you can talk about really good offensive lines. I mean, we were that year big, physical, nasty, very smart, guys who love the game of football, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, guys who you really didn't have to get going on Saturday. They just did it naturally. you know, we had a freshman quarterback, but, you know, he had been a four year starter in high school. So right. he had plenty of, uh, plenty of armed talent, plenty of understanding, a coach's son. Um, you know, so, and then defensively, big, mean, fast. I mean, it all just kind of came together. And, um, you know, it was a unique year. I mean, we started out beating Milliken with a Hail Mary at the beginning of the season. Um, you know, struggled against Monmouth that year, but that ended up being our only loss. We were 9-1 and one, um, and actually, you know, didn't find out till the selection show that we had gotten an at-large bid, which was something that, you know, I think for obviously Illinois College was phenomenally special. Yes. Um, you know, and it was just really cool to to be a part of that kind of moment in history for the school. I mean, in fact, our quarterback and running back from that class were just inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Um so there's a lot of talent that came through those four years um, that obviously propelled us to all the success we had.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, like I said, it was really cool to watch. And um, as a, as an alum, it was, it was especially cool. It was a little, you know, I won't, I won't lie and say there wasn't a little bit of jealousy because that was, you know, when we were playing, that was, that was what we were always striving for. You know, we wanted to win the conference and 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 get that, that playoff bid and, and, uh, and, and, be you know one of the best teams that we could be in the in the history of the school so uh for you guys to do that it was it was pretty cool and um it was uh something special for the university for sure for the college for sure so
1: well and uh, if, if it makes you feel any better when i left trinity 2010 i think we were four and six mm-hmm. i leave go up to ic trinity goes 10 and zero.
0: oh nice and that's all, yeah that's always good the
1: playoffs i was like well i guess uh, Yes, my I might have been the issue.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's all. It's always nice. You got the, the. You know, you're you're super proud, but you do have those little, little twinges of jealousy. Uh, I'm I'm sure every coach has that. We're all competitive. Exactly, exactly. Well, coach, I got last question for you, and and this is uh this is a tough one. Uh, but I, I want to know uh of guys that you've coached of guys that you've played with or or guys that you're just a fan of who who would be on your five-person uh offensive line Mount Rushmore so
1: growing up in Houston um I would be remiss if I did not have Bruce Matthews yes um obviously somebody who did it at every single position you have up front um I think he was one of the only guys to be a pro bowler at all of them if I remember correctly I think
0: I think you're correct yeah
1: um and so it was just awesome, you know, growing up b- before the, the Oilers were stolen um, <laughs> up to Nashville. Um, and then kind of as I continued to grow up, my dad grew up in Dallas. So, naturally, you know, kind of when I came into understanding more about football, the Oilers were gone and the Cowboys were winning Super Bowls um, in the early to mid-90s. So, Larry Allen, um, just, I mean, phenomenally strong, athletic, um, I fell in love with bench pressing after watching him at the Pro Bowl, <laughs> you know, knock out whatever 40, 50 reps. Obviously, I could never do that. But, right. Um, he was there. One, one of the other ones um, was Kevin Mawai. I I got to, I'll just call it be the grunt for the uh, NFLPA All-Star Game in San Antonio, I want to say in like 2009 or 2010, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I, here I am a kid who's coached for a year and a half. and. Um, I'm sitting in a meeting room, and he was one of the assistant line coaches for the, uh, for the Texas team. It was the old Texas versus the nation all-star game. And, right. Um, I'm sitting there watching him, and, and he's got his notebook, and he's taking notes on the, the coach installing ISO to the offensive linemen who are out there. And, you know, I'm sitting there. I don't have a notepad. I think I know everything about football. I'm not taking notes. And, you know, he kind of looks at me, and he's like, carry a notebook with me to every meeting every single year I played in the NFL. And I was like, wow. I was like, you know, and here I am sitting here thinking I know everything, and this guy who's a multi-year All-Pro center is <laughs> is taking notes. So, I mean, there was just a lot of, you know, for for a young guy and for him to spend so much time with me during that week and me just be able to watch him, um, I thought was really cool. And and even, you know, if I email him with questions, he gets back to me. Yeah. Well, I, I thought that was pretty special. Um, you know, one of the guys, I'm probably going to give him too big of a head with this one, but... He's someone who's a dear friend of mine. I coached at Illinois College with Travis James. He's the uh, offensive coordinator at Rhodes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I coached him in 2011, 12, and 13. And and he's someone who is still a dear friend of mine to this day. I mean, in fact, we have a Zoom call every Friday with a couple of the other guys that I coached while I was at IC. And we just talk football, talk life, program philosophy, organization, you name it. Um, so he's somebody who – I have always kept in contact with and, and, you know, we bounce ideas off of each other um, all the time, even right. though we do compete against each other. But, you know, we're, we're still such good friends and have all those good memories that we, we definitely lean on each other. Um, I think that's four. I'd probably say five would be Walter Thomas um, – or, sorry, uh, Walter Jones. Okay. A big reason for that, um, you know, Coach Urban played with him when he was in Seattle. And, you know, when I was getting out of college – or before I was getting in college, you know, everyone would talk about Jeremy Urban and all this, you know, because he went to Trinity and I was going to Trinity. So I'd watch them play and um, just a, a special guy, special player. And, you know, I know Coach Urban always has really high things to say about him.
0: Right. I've, I've heard – the two stories I've heard about Walter Jones were, one, he ran at some – like when he was coming into the league as a rookie, he ran a four six, and then told – People he'd never run another 40 yard dash again. I don't blame him. And, and then, and then I remember when he got older, like when he got to be a, a later kind of a, a real season grizzled vet, I remember he used to always skip training camp and then show up like the week before the first game and just still dominate. And I don't know if those are true stories, but they don't seem that far off.
1: No, not
0: at all. Yeah.
1: I, I can try and get confirmation for you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That'd be good. See if it was true.
0: Yeah. Well, coach, uh, this was great. If you want to do me a favor, drop your Twitter handle for everybody and any other information uh, that you'd like them to know.
1: No, just uh, Twitter is at Coach Lytle, and it's L-Y-T-A-L. And, you know, I'm, I'm all for talking football. So if anybody ever wants to reach out, DM me, set something up, I just love talking ball.
0: Awesome, Coach. Well, I appreciate you taking your time and talking with me today. Um, you know, best of luck, hopefully, this upcoming season. And uh, hopefully you guys are staying safe and staying healthy. Same to you, Coach. Thank you very much. All righty. Thanks again for everyone listening, and remember to go check out platform.com for the full series of Hog Football podcast episodes. We want to thank everybody for their continued support and be on the lookout for our Hog Football Chat series from Twitter on our website, hogfootballchat.net. You can check out all of our great sponsors and tons of awesome...